the first time I did my show, there was an opportunity for me to write a budget, and just hearing the word budget made me want to tear up. And I, I think I actually did cry because I didn't know the number. I didn't want to deal with any of it. I didn't know what goes in it. I didn't have any money to start with. So where do I even start? I have absolutely no idea. So I broke down in tears. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Yuko Kudo, who previously featured on episodes 178 and 249 of Broken Bulbs. Now, Yuko is a native Japanese multidimensional artist based in New York City. She uses art and storytelling to create community. And through her work as a photographer, she's appeared in Forbes and Time magazines. She's also an executive producer of the award-winning documentary series Untapped Storytellers and Love Live Life podcast. But she got some tough feedback while applying for grants. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, we all know that I like having recurring guests, but I've also started having guests on a bonus podcast called Bright Bulbs. It's a little bit more chill, a little bit more relaxed, and we have a lot of fun talking about silly ideas and creative projects we may or may not ever get into. If you want to access this special bonus podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams. That's W-I-L-L-I-A-M-N-S. Or just click the first link in the show notes. Thanks for your support. Now, enjoy the show. Yuko Kudo, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? Oh, I'm super excited. Fantastic. We're going to talk about you applying for grants and then getting some tough feedback. I mean, applying for grants is kind of, it feels like this very adult thing, you know, especially as an artist, you're like, oh, you know, do I deserve this? Do I, there's so much that goes around it. So why don't you tell us what your experience was with this? Absolutely. Oh, writing grants and making budgets. (laughs) I think that's a I'm trying to work on this still. Everything about grant writing and everything about budgeting is a learning experience. And for the longest time, I was the person that I'm an artist. I just want to create. I'm just a right brain and left brain doesn't have like a so-and-so for me. And I've been in that space, right? But it came to the point that way I want to show up with my collaborator, the way I want to show up with my art work, the way I want to show up in my practice as an artist and as a creative, as as a human, it started to evolve as my art and creativity evolved. So the first time I did my show, there was an opportunity for me to write a budget. And just hearing the word budget made me want to tear up. And I, I think I actually did cry because I didn't know the number. I didn't want to deal with any of it. I didn't know what goes in it. I didn't have any money to start with. So where do I even start? I have absolutely no idea. So I broke down in tears. Great. And the first time I wrote my grant, the first feedback I got was, I don't exactly understand what you're doing or I don't exactly understand what you're trying to say right here. 
and hearing that as an someone who's grew up in another country who's someone who english is a second language it went straight into you're not good enough you don't know how to communicate you don't know how to write things so it was that moment damn i don't understand and i can't even describe what i want to do how am I supposed to get this grant? How am I supposed to explain what these budgets are? So one thing that really helped me was I had all these people helping me. I had these people giving me feedback, telling me that I don't quite understand. What they're actually saying was, help me help, me help you articulate what you're trying to say. These people took time to go over my material. These people took time to sit down and explain what goes in and out of the budget. So they're not telling me that I'm not doing it wrong. You are wrong. You don't have the capacity to do so or you're not worth working on this. That's not the case. So I have to train myself. I have to convince myself, no, these people are trying to help me. These people are trying to help me get the big grant. These people are trying to get me to help my vision of paying all my people that I work with. Those are the people who are trying to help me figure out, give me more structure, give me more freedom to do things that I do well so that all these things can just step aside and I can focus on creativity. So I had to really convince and train myself to see feedback is not them telling me I'm wrong. And it's a continuous practice. Like every time I get feedback, not only for the grant, not only for the budget, but for my script, for my writing, for my emails, everything. Feedback makes me feel like I'm not doing it right. <laughs> and it hurts. But I get to step aside and leave that ego aside and say, like, no, these people are trying to help me communicate. These people are trying to help me communicate and help people understand so that these people can really support me uh, with the grants, the money, the budget, the finances, and whatever that is. So I'm very happy to say that I recently received a $5,000 grant from the New York City. So I get to pay the artists that I work with. I get to host a screening for the project that I'm working on. It's a documentary series called Untapped Storytellers. So each artist that I featured, they're doing it for the love because they believed in what we are creating. It's about the story of artists and their resilience and their work to and passion to change the world. So they believed in this project and would, just wanted to help me. But now that I received the grant, I get to actually pay these people. And that only happened because I... <laughs> I took my ego, put it aside, listened to feedback, and kept working on it, including budget. So feedback is not, I'm doing it wrong. It was a tough lesson, and I'm continuing to learn that. And I'm pretty sure I'll continue to learn as the grant gets bigger, as the sponsorship gets bigger, as the fellowship gets bigger. I need to be more specific. I need to be more articulate. And one thing that I find it really helpful as a tip, anybody who's writing anything related to grants or a fellowship, or is that if you're writing this to your five-year-old nephew or niece, 
would they understand this project? Because they have no idea what this is about. And you're writing these applications to those people who have no idea what you're working on. So I found that very helpful. I love that. And I think that's a really great lesson. I, I, I'm curious, though, how is it how is it that you take your take your ego and set it aside and and let people people help you? Do you have like some sort of practice you do in order to get in the right mindset for that, or is there like self talk involved? Tell us about that a bit. All of that and above. And over the time, what has been really helpful for me is understanding the pattern that I receive feedback. So for me, my default is the moment A, the moment I receive feedback, I'm going to go into defense mode. B, I'm going to be really passive aggressive. Three, I'm going to probably cry. And four, I'm going to bite my tongue and listen to you. So for the folks who I continuously work with, they know the pattern. So I give them like disclosure saying, hey, I'm going to be really passive aggressive. I'm going to probably cry. But that doesn't mean I don't want to listen. I want to listen and I want to receive your feedback. So if I'm behaving that way, that has nothing against you. It's about me. So understanding my pattern helps a lot. So, of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what else are you working on? You've got your podcast. You mentioned this documentary you worked on. Tell us what are you up to and where can we find you? Amazing. So um, all the information, I'm pretty sure the amazing Alex will put it in the description and show notes so you can follow them. You can go to my website, www.yougoitslovelivelife.com. And as far as Antop Storytellers, we're going to be doing crowdfunding that, so that we can complete the next season or even beyond and we can possibly partner with one of you listening to this so that we can continue to tell the story of an artist we can continue to tell the story of human resilience we can continue to tell the beautiful human story so stay tuned for that fantastic and i'm gonna have links to everything and so much more because by the time this comes out you're probably gonna have more stuff so i'm gonna put links for all of that down in the show notes so that people can check it out and with that i just want to say once again thank you very much for joining me Thank you so much, Alex. I really appreciate you. And thank you for listening. Feedback is people looking to help you. And make sure you know yourself so you can help people give you better feedback. Special thank you to Yuko for joining me once again and being willing to talk about her broken bulbs. Make sure you check out all of her work, which I've linked down in the show notes. And make sure you check out episodes 178 and 249 of Broken Bulbs as well which of course also featured Yuko. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gefsison, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, And thanks again for listening. Mecco.